Welcome to another episode of Crypto Riot, the show that takes the magic and mystery out of cryptocurrencies and amateur investing. I'm your host, David Hay, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about predictive intelligence marketplaces. Now, predictive intelligence marketplaces are really interesting because they're going to fill a need that artificial intelligence just can't. And if you ask the leading researchers from around the world where the weakest element of artificial intelligence is, is they say it's the creativity. The machines can try through trial and error many different processes, but it's very difficult for them to come up with truly unique ideas. It's very, tr it's very difficult for them to understand that human side. So the advantage with a predictive intelligence marketplace is that you can harness the power of the crowd. And this isn't new technology. If you've ever used Yelp and, and you're looking for a restaurant, for example, when you get into a new town, you're using a predictive intelligence marketplace to figure out which restaurant is most likely going to be to your taste. So in today's episode, I want to talk about two different platforms. The first is Augur that's going to allow for crowdsourced predictive intelligence. And the next cryptocurrency that I'm going to cover is Polyswarm. And Polyswarm takes this concept one step further. They're designing a marketplace for security professionals. And what they'll do is that they'll build an entire ecosystem that allows security researchers to actually get paid for the work that they do. And what's really unique with the Polyswarm ecosystem is that if they were to tie that database into the existing databases from other antivirus companies, um, you would come up with a much more robust and much more resilient antivirus solution. Next, I have a ticket to give away to NAC3 New York. NAC3 New York is on the 24th of this month, so a little over two weeks. Um, I'll be one of the speakers along with Crypto Bud and Crypto Bobby. Uh, the person that I've chosen for the scholarship is Markham Anderson, who is a retired US Marine. Okay, so the first cryptocurrency that I wanna talk about today is Augur. And Augur uses a predictive intelligence marketplace uh, to basically predict the future. So this stuff is really cool. Now, it's one of the older cryptocurrencies, and by old, I mean it started late 2015, um, and its initial price was only around a dollar. It's shot up a lot. It, the, it peaked at around 100, 110, and now it's trading closer to 50. There's a few reasons this project has a lot of excitement. Um, one of them is that Vitalik Buterin is on the board of advisors. Um, another is that this could have huge implications for the future. Um, the way that that I see this uh, platform running isn't a betting platform. You know, it is going to provide a decentralized platform where, for example, I could uh, start a bet and say, do you think Donald Trump is gonna be impeached in the next 90 days? If you wanna think of Augur as being just that, then <clears throat> it's then it's a cool idea. Um, I was on the beta, I've been on the a beta tester for the last week here. Unfortunately, um, when I went to actually make this video, a lot of the um, screens that, that I actually wanted to show you guys are now not available. Um, but previously when I was logged on here, it had a lot of political questions. Do you think Donald Trump's going to be reelected? Do you think this Democrat's going to win this seat? So the real genius here is going to be able to then predict the future. So obviously if enough people are starting to bet on Donald Trump being reelected, um, that might be a good indication that public opinion, for example, has started to change. So this Augur tool is going to be incredible in that it's a decentralized marketplace that's going to allow for all types of betting. But in my opinion, the reason that this company is worth $535 million, um, is because of its potential, uh, especially when it comes to political campaigns. 
you think about how fast our marketing has updated and you think about how big those political campaigning budgets are, um, we need data in real time. It's a huge struggle. Because the climates are changing, the information from last week isn't nearly as valuable as the information today. So if you're watching the news and you're looking at a Gallup poll, if you're looking at a CNN poll, the, that information is all already old. You don't know what bias is attached to it. It's very hard to just get clear and transparent good information. If you have a platform like Augur and you have just everyday people using it, I think that you'll get a much more accurate reflection of what's actually happening in society. So it's for these reasons that I'm very bullish on Augur this year. Uh, they have a beta which they're trying to release soon. They've been very active on their social media. They've been very good at giving updates on their news channels about what's going on. This for me is an interesting play. This could be as valuable as a lot of other social media tools. Um, and the user will get out of it the fact that they can then go and bet and gamble. Um, and then they can basically uh, wager on anything that they want to without having the need for a bookie and Augur will get all of the fantastic data. And that's really where I see the, the huge profitability and the huge potential in Augur, being the first to get that data and having access um, and then letting other people access that through their own uh, APIs. Augur is a prediction market platform that rewards a user for correctly predicting future events. Prediction markets allow users to purchase and sell shares in the outcome of an event. The current market price of a share is an estimate of the probability of an event actually occurring. The prices of each share adds up to $1, so if you buy a share at even odds, it will cost you 50 cents. If you end up being right, you'll receive a dollar for that share. These markets rely on a scientific principle known as the wisdom of the crowd which states that if you ask enough people something, their average answer is usually far more accurate than any expert. This allows us to create one of the most powerful forecasting tools. The problem with previous prediction markets is that they were centralized, allowing them to be easily shut down. Another problem is that with any prediction market, someone has to report what actually happened after the event occurred. In centralized markets, one person does this, which means there can be mistakes or outright manipulation. With Augur, we'll have thousands of users reporting on these outcomes using something called reputation. Using Augur, anyone, anywhere in the world can create a market asking a question about anything. Market makers provide some initial funding for the market and in return receive some trading fees. Anybody can freely buy and sell shares in the outcome of that market. And the current share prices provide the best estimate of that event occurring. Imagine being able to Google questions about things that haven't happened yet and receiving accurate odds of their occurrence. That power, the power to glimpse into the future, is what we believe everyone should have access to. So if we take this concept and we take it one step further, uh, we come to Polyswarm. And Polyswarm is an ICO that hasn't launched. Uh, they're launching in 10 days. And what they're going to do is they're going to build a decentralized marketplace where security professionals 
uh, can meet um, work and then get paid for their services. So for me, when I first read the white paper, it's fairly difficult. Uh, it's a difficult concept to understand. So in order to really understand how this works, you need to also have a fairly good understanding of how antiviruses work and how general computer security uh, works. So when I was reading through this white paper, what I like about this is it's using this predictive intelligence model um, to basically uh, build a much better antivirus. And when you say, well, why do I need another or a better antivirus? The easiest way that I can answer that question is, well, can you install two antiviruses at the same time? You know, right now, for example, you might have McAfee on your computer, but for example, another antivirus uh, software might actually be a little bit better. Maybe McAfee will let one type of virus through and then the other antivirus will catch that and vice versa. And the problem is, is that we don't have um, this way to install those two antiviruses. We, the consumer, just want the best protection. We don't care if you're McAfee. We don't care if you're Norton. We just want our computer to be safe. We don't care about how much the software conflicts with each other. So, you know, that's a real weakness. It just shows how much of the corporate structure is in uh, our network security practices when really if you ask the users what they want, they don't want the corporations, they don't want the many steps, they just want a safe computer. So Polyswarm builds this decentralized uh, marketplace and then you have a bunch of network professionals and security professionals join and they're able to then work on bounty projects and they're also able to analyze files for viruses. And when they analyze a file, for, when they analyze a file, they'll be able to say this is a virus or this isn't a virus, and it'll work in a similar way that eBay or Steemit or any of the other uh, marketplaces do, based on reputation. So, for example, if I've never written an article on Steemit and I post my first article, it's probably not going to get a lot of traction. There's not going to be many people that view it. Um, if I'm a cryptocurrency expert and I post it and I have a large following on Steemit. Um, then I'm probably going to get a lot of exposure. That article is going to get a lot of exposure. It's going to get a lot of comments um, and there's going to be a lot of uh, attention on that. So the same is true in Polyswarm. The more you verify yourself and the more you become an expert, the more valuable your opinion is going to be, the more money in turn you'll make. So there's this huge incentive here for the network professionals and the security professionals to be on this platform um, and be correctly predicting whether these files are in fact viruses or not viruses. So then some people ask, so now I don't understand how this is any different from a security company going and hiring somebody and then just updating their own database. And I think the best article that I could find online that illustrated it, because I was uh, originally part of this community. When I first came to this country, my first job was as a field applications engineer and my specialty was in network security. And when I was going to DEF CON, there was a, just a general joke about how nobody at that conference uh, could work for the government because they all smoke weed. And of course, if you admit to smoking weed, then that makes you federally uneligible for a lot of the jobs in the FBI, I think for all the jobs in the FBI. So a lot of it's true with Fortune 500 companies. Um, and so they struggle to really get the right people from this counterculture because in computer security, if you've watched the TV films, you've watched the stereotypes, or you've seen the stereotypes, you'll know that they're not uh, the most conforming members of society. They're actually very similar with the cryptocurrency community. So how do you get these most talented individuals um, to give their input? We need their help. We know that they're the best. Um, so then how do you build this infrastructure where they're using their talents, they're getting paid for their talents, but they don't have 
uh, the FBI telling them that they can't smoke weed. They don't have to go through a job interview at their Fortune 500 company. They just need to prove their competence in network security. So, Polyswarm, uh, so the Polyswarm white paper is very detailed about how it's going to achieve this goal. Um, but basically, the way that it would work is that instead of the individual antivirus companies like McAfee or Norton having to maintain such a big database and having to have so many employees, um, the way that I see this potentially working is that they would really just have like emergency response teams. And the actual database signatures uh, for the viruses would actually come from the Polyswarm marketplace. So you would have a large team of security professionals. Um, you would have a suspicious file that's been submitted by an enterprise user. Um, you would have all of these people looking at it at real time. They would give their analysis on whether, yes, it's a virus, no, it's not a virus. Um, and then that way, that signature information is then sent in real time to any antivirus program. So now, for example, McAfee can connect into the Polyswarm database. Uh, Norton can connect into the Polyswarm database. And as long as uh, you've got this competitive marketplace where the security professionals are being rewarded, um, for correctly identifying their files, and then they're also building this reputation. Now we have this entire ecosystem um, where we can start dealing with the zero-day exploits, where we can start dealing with really serious uh, computer problems. And I wanted to just find a few examples of this, and it didn't take long. Here's an article that was published yesterday, and it was about how a sewage plant was hacked and it was used to mine crypto coins. And what a lot of people don't understand with network security is that, um, yes, some of the issues are old, some of the issues come from outdated system, but there's also this huge section of the market that has uh, zero-day exploits. And a zero-day exploit is something that hasn't been seen in the wild. So we know that, for example, a problem in the network exists. We know that there's this weakness, um, and now we're just basically waiting for hackers to come and take advantage of it. And, you know, the time to adoption is really important here because with the security, once you've been breached, it's much harder to get your safety and security back. Um, if, you know, a much better security strategy is to just never be broken into. Once you're infected, if you've ever dealt with this uh, on a personal computer, you can be deleting one file only to have the next file pop up. So while all these new viruses, while all these new threats are coming onto the market, um, if you have a team of people in a decentralized marketplace that all have a reputation score, so they're not just going to be submitting wrong information, wrong information, um, now you can have these people work and try to identify what's going on. And if they can make a database uh, of, of virus signatures that's more up-to-date and more robust than the actual antivirus companies, then Polyswarm, I see, could really change the market. Um, so that would be a really big shift from having giant corporations that have their own security experts to now having a community or a marketplace of security professionals uh, that work on the projects that they want and then you actually have the corporations and the companies buying their signatures so they can incorporate them into their antivirus projects. Like I said, their um, ICO launches in 10 days. So, you know, obviously with an ICO, there's a lot higher... Uh, risk, but with that higher risk um, comes a much higher reward. Obviously, if you were lucky enough to, or smart enough to buy Orga back when it launched, you'd be buying at $1.68. Today, it's trading at $50.75. Guys, don't forget to hit on that like button and smash on that subscribe button. Until next time, I'll see you later.